Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. While Bill and Andy get into basically a punch-off where they each try to criticize each other's accent, and eventually... This is the best. This is the best. I'm so good. Our new title belt. We're still waiting for the boss to sign off on the redesigned logo, which will go dead in the center. Our research has revealed an overlooked fact. If you sit in the nosebleed seats, the current belts are hard to see. But this revised and improved title belt, highly visible. This dynamic redesign lends itself to premium placement in toy stores. That's true. I think it needs sound effects. Make it beep and boop and shit. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Kids will love playing with it even more if we had that. Yeah, of course they will. That's all it is, is a toy. Toy I fractured my skull for. Toy I got two knee replacements for. Toy I watched a lot of friends die in a fucking gutter chasing down. Ha! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Can we please remember this is an office, not a ring, Bill? Oh, it's all a ring, sweetheart. As a former champion, we need you to get behind this. I hate this fucking bell. It's a piece of shit. But I am a reliable soldier, Maria. It's all good. Off to Cleveland. Gonna need to pack my robe if I'm getting back on camera. Nothing on camera this week. Look good to be ready if things change. Ho, ho, ho! Pardon me! Oh yeah, y'all first class yuppie bucks filming this shit. Hell, I would too. You're about to witness a phoenix rise from the ashes. The ass beaten, ass eating man himself. We need an air marshal. We are joined by Chris Bauer, the man behind Wild Bill. And Bill, I have to ask before we get underway, the question that a lot of people have asked. Um, that scene on the plane, um, what percentage of that was you? Kayfabe, baby. You think I'm going to tell? You <laughs> saw what you saw. <laughs> we saw. We saw a, a long lot of what we saw, Chris, on that and It looked pretty lifelike. It was pretty lifelike to me. Put it this way, it felt real. <laughs> Uh, how much fun was that scene today? Well, that's one of those scenes that, <clears throat> you know, looking back, I'd tell you it was a lot of fun. But on the day, walking up and down the aisle of a fake airplane with 20 random strangers doing background from various parts of Atlanta, looking at my bare abs, um, 
you know, I'm a modest man <laughs> in real life. <laughs> so, um, it, you know, here, you could describe my whole career this way. It was fun between action and cut. Everything on the other side of that, remotely survivable. <laughs> I want to touch a little bit more on that scene in a little bit, but um, Heels is now available uh, to, to stream the entire season, uh, available uh, via stars all around the world now. And and you do quite the turn as, as Wild Bill, which I think drew a lot of comparisons with a lot of other wrestlers. But what was your experience of, of professional wrestling before this role came up? I would say, you know, to cut to the chase, my sense of wrestling and my experience of wrestling heading into the show was... Um, I had enormous respect for the form, enormous respect for the um, participants, and I would spread that respect evenly between the people inside the ring, um, the people taking money at the door, and the people waiting in the parking lot to get in and go crazy watching it. I consider myself um, way more I identify way more as a member of the audience than I do a wrestler. Um, and I arrived at that opinion because I, I went to a lot of shows and I kind of, you know, like everything in, in my creative career, it sort of got in there sideways. And I'll give you the, the 15 second sort of story. I had a friend who's a screenwriter who was adapting a book. One of the people in the book, um, was a real man as he got to know that man he also got to know that that man was a huge wrestling fan that man took him to an independent um, outfit in southern california called pro wrestling gorilla my friend then said i just saw something that you have to see and simultaneously my son who i think was 10 years old at the time came out of the womb a wrestling fan for his sixth birthday, I got him uh, Jeff Hardy sleeves. Um, and we had gone to a couple of raw house shows in New York City. Um, but it wasn't until I went to PWG that I thought, this reminds me of when I used to go to punk rock shows in LA in 1982. It had the authenticity, the passion, the creativity, the intelligence, and the connection to the audience that was so no bullshit that I was just hooked. So over the years, I've gone to a ton of those uh, PWG shows, a couple of, um, oh, what do they call it? Lucha Vavum, Lucha Vavum shows. Um, and a couple of like, you know, events. I went to an amazing event in 2010 at LAX, which was kind of a convention that ended in a battle royal where I saw Terry Funk and Jake the Snake and Roddy Piper. Um, and that being said, I know that's not shit compared to your average wrestling fan. So I say all of that humbly, you know, it's just, it's enough for me to appreciate it. No, I think I think en enough people love the fact that um, you were you attended PWG shows, and I, I mentioned I was chatting with yourself today, my friend. And oh yeah, because he went to PWG. So I think it's the fact that you 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 take it to to that extreme, and you go and you do it, and you 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 experience the love and the energy for it, and your son being a fan as well. Your son must be made up that that you're involved in this as well, Bill. 
Well, my friend, it's the first thing I've done. This is the eighth TV series that I've ever been a series regular on. It's the first one he's watched. Oh, brilliant. There you go. <laughs> and I should say that I took it a step further, which is I became friendly with this guy at the first part of the story who introduced my friend to wrestling. And we decided to start a promotion called QPW, Quintessential Pro Wrestling. Shout out to Alan Dankinson. He was my partner. And we did one event. He did more. Um, I only did one because I was a nervous wreck. And here's why. I love these guys so much. I saw it here. Our bill was Young Bucks, Christopher Daniels, um, Rock Nets Monsters, um, several others that, uh, you know, I'm embarrassingly leaving out, but I was so worried they were going to get hurt. Because now it's, it's different to watch it and now you're sort of running it and you, that, yeah, but that also paternal instinct kicks in. I just identified with them so much. Like I took Matt from the Young Bucks as my guest one year to the uh, premiere of True Blood because he was a True Blood fan. And this guy was the sweetest, nicest, politest, bravest, Dude, and frankly, I have no Hollywood in me whatsoever. Like I am a fish out of water. I'm just good at acting. That's why I have a career. But I don't like I don't like all that Hollywood shit at all. So I relate to people who put all of their energy and all of their passion into a performance, which is what I think wrestlers do. And for me, it's way past acting because I might blow your mind with um well, for five seconds before you're bored with a Hamlet soliloquy. Oh, please do. But I'm not. <laughs> do it. Let's get some Hamlet in. <laughs> but dude, I'm not going to be doing a suplex. I'm not going to be running cross ring up and over the ropes into some chairs. You know, I'm not going to be shaking off a concussion because I caught the outside of someone's foot in a tag team. That's what they're doing every time. And I just, I just think it's, um, incredible because I think it's the epitome of performative generosity. And just, I love how deep it went into it. I'm looking at the quintessential pro wrestling roster here and uh, some names in there as well. Like Yuma's amazing, Lacey Ryan and Heather Monroe and Chris Bay. They're all brilliant people. And, and, and all of this, all this experience be and brings you to, to Wild Bill. When you're playing Wild Bill, who in your head are you channeling? I'm channeling Wild Bill, and, and this, is, this is the thing. It's like, these guys can write. Michael Waldron, who created the show, was the first meeting I had, and he's a legit fan. Like, he has the, he's like my son. He can, he can recite move to move a match that he saw when he was 10 years old. My son's like that. He can, you know, he's like a savant. He can go through. All I can say is, Jesus, that blew my mind. But Waldron gets wrestling at that level. So in that first meeting, I realized that the authenticity of the world was going to be a priority so that I could trust the writing. Mike O'Malley, who took over, is a very big supporter of mine. He trusts me. So he put words in my mouth knowing I could find a way to link those to characters. So they created Wild Bill Hancock as an entity. But the filters that that character had to pass through without a doubt, 
are a kind of collage of greatness, if you ask me. Like, I've said it before, but I will watch two hours of Randy Savage promos, and I'll be tickled and delighted the whole time. But what is transcendent to me is, is the physical idiosyncrasies, the specificity and how the energy manifests. Simultaneously, I'll never forget Jake the Snake at that battle royal I saw. So broken down, but still so predatory in the ring. So resolved and atomically focused on what he was there to do that every eyeball in the room went right to him. Terry Funk, similarly, this guy is bleeding from the forehead in the grand ballroom at the Hilton of, the, of LAX. And I think he was probably in his late 60s by then. So they all kind of fight for attention when it comes to being the point of the spear of who Wild Bill is. And Michael P.S. Hayes is an interesting um, ingredient too, because for the longest time, I didn't know who that man was. I would just see him in the background of documentaries. I'd see him like it didn't matter what wrestling wrestler was being followed, but the WWE backstage camera always managed to catch, catch a piece of this guy who turned out to be Michael PSAs. But the way he looked and the way he was always present, I thought, I just knew, I intuited that guy's an expert. He's a storytelling expert. He's a spot expert. He's a uh, angle expert. So he's in there, but at the end of the day, Wild Bill Hancock is his own thing. It's just he exists in the fictional ether and not on this plane. That's how I see it. I love how there was an interview you did recently where you described Wild Bill in terms of the relationship between uh, the, the Spade brothers as the ghost of Christmas future. <laughs> and as soon as you said that, I went, Absolutely, because there's so many that can relate to someone like in the wrestling would like a wild bill who's just sort of coming back around again. But like you say, it's it's a little bit more than that because like there is there's a real redemption saga. I mean, we're calling this for obviously in the final episode, but there's a real redemption saga that runs through this for Bill as well, isn't there? It's not just like a absolutely like legend coming back. There's more to it. There's so much more. There's so much more, and that's the thing about wrestling for me. It is, a, it, is a, it is a metaphorical event. You know, what's taking place inside the ropes is an exaggerated, simplified, intensified re-examination of mythology, good versus evil, justice, revenge. I mentioned Hamlet earlier. I'm telling you, if Shakespeare was alive today, I wouldn't be surprised if he promoted wrestling. Because these are classical themes that play out. When they deviate from classical themes, sometimes, you know, they get a little mileage, but it's hard to have an angle that sustains a year plus without it being rooted in a sort of classical struggle of good versus evil or, um, you know, consequences, karma, um, so I love that about it because I think that that's, uh, I don't think that's ever going to be anything less than relevant. And I also don't like elitist reconstituted messaging that in order for it to work, you have to ask yourself if you're a good person or smart enough to get it. 
like wrestling is such a populist, inclusive, um, inspired um, form. And it, that to me circles me back to how generous it is from the beginning. That being said, a guy like Wild Bill is a worshiper of the self. You know, him center ring with a mic, whether he's 60 years old or 30 years old, is ground zero for him. And I think that he is most comfortable manipulating ideally 30 to 40,000 people. Um, and now heels takes place at a time when that may not be able to happen anymore. So what happens to that human being, which is obviously the flip side of wrestling, what happens to these men and women when they really can't make their way from one rope to the next and nobody cares and nobody's putting a mic in their hand and the pain is unbearable and the relationships are shattered and there's all kinds of lifestyle workarounds that are now coming back around to take them out early. I mean, that's incredibly uh, compelling to me. Um, the, you, you have such a, a big following for wrestling and there's so much uh, knowledge base for you there, but I am intrigued uh, just to dip back to the airplane scene. I am intrigued to know um, uh, how, how aware you were of how, how eerily similar it was to an incident in real life involving Ric Flair. I was, here's how I like to regard all that stuff. I like to um, absorb them like the apocryphal, anecdotal, passed down, may or may not be true kind of word of mouth narrative that they are until I shoot the thing. Then I go back and I scour and I read and I watch the docs and I see, you know, because I don't want anything to interfere with, like, I just never want my own bias to sort of trickle in and try to manage um, how my character is being perceived. Um, so, you know, I knew about that. I'd heard about it. But anytime someone started to tell me about it in detail, I'd be like, wait, wait, don't tell me. Don't tell me. I just want it right now. I just want it to I want it to be like something that I can imagine happening. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. 
don't want to be burdened with the truth of the matter. You just want to be able to do it how Wild Bill would do it. Well, I, I would always prefer to delay the burden of truth when it comes to playing characters because I think there's a, there's, there's a, a real commitment of faith to staying true to a character and letting it play all the way out, which means until it intersects with the audience, the audience is the last and final say on the validity, validity of a character or a story. And then I'll circle back, like you and I talking right now, I rarely do these things because I am un, um, much less developed in my after the, after the fact opinion in my objectivity, like objectivity doesn't serve me very well as an actor. So staying under the radar, letting the character kind of get the attention and do the work is a much more comfortable place for me for reasons like this. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm an expert in one thing, which is a bit of an arrogant claim, but I've been acting for so fucking long that I really know how to do it. So I'm gonna tell you, I believe I'm an expert in acting with a lot more to learn. But everything else, I'm a scrub, man. I'm a scrub and I'm, I'm as susceptible to the kind of cultural uh, influence and anxiety as everybody else. Um, what has the reaction been uh, from wrestling fans in particular to heels because they're going to be your, your your toughest critics more than anybody like so what is what's the general consensus been that you've at least you've seen and heard because i really think it's good. been great because i'll say cause i think it's been great like i just i think it's been really good it's been it's been one of those shows where there's so many times that wrestling shows and dramas sort of fall down the trap of sort of insulting the audience intelligence and heels doesn't do that it delivers the it delivers the things that you need it gives you mentally for if you're not a wrestling fan it gives you mentally the tools that you need to understand yeah. what's going on but not in a patronizing way or in a rushed way it's delivered really nicely um, you know, thank you very much, and that's just I'm, I'm, and, and that's me as a wrestling fan. But also, my, my good lady is not a wrestling fan, and she said similar things from watching it. So there's there's oh, both great. sides of it there. So, but is, is it been the well, same? That, if you say, have you sensed that from people? Yes, yes. What you just described, I would say, is 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 pretty much what I have seen, and I was dreading that because you know, as you know, a is a wrestling fan, um, and knowing wrestling fans, it's like you know, this show might as well come with a magnifying glass because people are going to be watching it to make sure they're not being reduced as they should. So I've been very, very grateful that for the most part, almost, almost overwhelmingly, people have appreciated the presentation of wrestling in the context, especially of indie wrestling in our show. But my, my biggest sort of source of comfort is um, CM Punk who I got to spend a lot of time with, who, you know, is, if nothing else, I mean, I, I, I respect him so much and I, as a person, and I really like him, but if nothing else, he's a sort of living narrative of a lot of layers of wrestling for the past 20 years. And he, I said, dude, tell me straight up. Cause I asked him a lot of questions about uh, specifics here and there, which he was very helpful with. But I was like, are we, is this gonna, are we gonna get 
killed for this. He was like, no, I completely buy it. I totally buy it. I buy where it's coming from. I think it checks all the boxes and you don't have to worry about that. And that was an incredibly kind thing for him to say, but it also put to rest for me personally. It's like, if Phil thinks this is good, I don't really care what other people think. Uh, i got two more questions for you. A uh, favorite moment from the film, away from the airplane scene, obviously. Uh, favorite, because <laughs> we've done enough on that one now. Uh, favorite moment from the scene, from the film for you? Maybe something that, uh, something from the show that doesn't, uh, that people, people may not think was a standout moment, maybe something that sort of passed by the wayside. But for you personally, a favorite moment in the first season of Heels, what would it be? Well, I love the finale. I love how it ends. I love what Wild Bill chooses to do um, in that moment at the end of the finale match. But my favorite moment is the three or four minutes of film when Jack Spade is coming to confront Wild Bill in episode four and he comes around the corner and Bill is all fucked up. He can barely move. He's trying to get ice out of an ice machine. He, can, he can't see out of his glasses very His trousers well. are falling down. I remember that. He's a mess. <laughs> Just a mess. He's a mess. And it hurts. It hurts to be him emotionally, and it hurts to be him physically. And when he goes back to his hotel room and finds his original costume from when he was back at the DWL, and he puts that back on, and it kind of brings him back to life and reconnects him to why he wanted to do this in the first place and ends up on the roof of that hotel, jumping up and down and waking up the whole town. I just love that sequence because as a private moment, I think it's a real glimpse into the cost of this world. And it's also a glimpse into the sort of endlessly deep resource of ecstasy that can come when a person is so committed to art, really. And I think of wrestling, I don't know if you want to touch on this, but the biggest thing that I have walked away with is that wrestling is art. Yes. So my camera's gone off, but um, I am still here. <laughs> Oh, good. <laughs> let me okay. fix. Let me fix that very quickly. And a lot of people make that connection about wrestling being being art, and I totally get it because um, it's not just about like a bunch of moves that get done. There's just there's the story and the energy and the and and like you say, a Wild Bill is a great character that portrays that, and that scene in particular stands out for that reason. Um, but the the final question that I'd like to ask you, um, obviously we we build up to a a you know spoiler here, just a warning. Uh, we build up to a big crescendo in the final one, but I'd like to know who would win in a three way ladder match between Wild Bill Hancock, Frank from The Wire, and Andy from True Blood. <laughs> okay, I'm going to answer that question, but I just want to modify real quick what I'm saying about art. I oh, think sure. it's art. It's it's art once it's removed five times and studied. I think it's like physical jazz inside the ring, but I think that as a nod to and out of respect to the creators and the legacy of wrestling, I don't mean to stain their life's work by calling it art. Um, 
I don't think but, you are though, because I think there's there's some truth to it. There is an art. There's it's an art. There's an art to it, and I know that you'll. I think the thing is, there's so many different caveats, and I'm sure you discovered this. There's so many different caveats of wrestling fan. Like you do get people who are like, I need to see, uh, I need to see an armbar for 37 minutes, and that's a match. <laughs> You, do, you you see some people who like unless they're up in the air for ninety three percent of the bell to bell that I'm not interested. You want sometimes you want I want a wrestling dentist versus a wrestling postman, and that's the <laughs> best part of wrestling is that exactly. it's it's so nuanced and you have you have bubbles within bubbles that that fall out about everything. So uh, I don't want you to you're feel right. like you're because I I think I don't think you will, but I think like you'll you'll there'll always be a section of the audience that will agree to disagree, and I think as, okay. and whatever whatever reading you take away from it like the one thing i get chris is that there's nothing but love from yourself in the role and from the show there's nothing but love for wrestling and any sensible person can't not get behind that regardless of what your opinion is of how a wrestling match is put together yeah right. okay good all right good i appreciate any sensible that. person by the way you will meet some nutters but sensible person <laughs> yeah every now and then there's one of those exactly sensible. Anyway, you're putting off um, answering the question. Frank from The Wire, Andy from True Blood, or Wild Bill in a ladder match? Who's winning? Who's winning? Okay, here's what happens in that match. Okay. Um, Andy enters first. He struggles to get the ladder up. Frank comes in smoking a cigarette, tosses it aside, and does a promo about this asshole doesn't know how to use a ladder. Frank sets up the ladder, and Andy says, uh, well, Okay, you set it up. Go get the belt then. Frank says, I'm not going all the way up there. I hurt my back on the dock <laughs> and I'm on disability. And if they catch me on the ladder, I'm fucked. So Andy says, oh, I guess I'll go get it then. He starts climbing the ladder. Wild Bill um, zip lines in and basically <laughs> takes Andy out at the top. Um, they both land safely, and uh, Wild Bill and uh, Andy get into basically a punch-off where they each try to criticize each other's accent, and eventually... <laughs> this is the best! This is the best answer I could have hoped for! <laughs> um, and eventually, um, if I have to pick a winner, it's going to be Wild Bill. But that's probably because um, I'm just going to go all the way and say Eric from True Blood flies in because he's a vampire <laughs> and is about to get it. And um, Andy snaps up, beats the shit out of Eric, rips off his shirt, compares his two pack to Eric's eight pack, gets the audience to Boo Eric. As Eric's leaving, he does a back rake. And while he's distracted, Wild Bill hops off the top rope, grabs the belt, and comes down. Absolutely. And those two, Andy and Wild Bill, start a new angle as a tag team. Ah, I was wondering whether one would become a partner with the other. Uh, <laughs> dangerous alliance form between the two of you. Brilliant. I love it that. It could be better, but that's a first draft. I think that's a phenomenal first draft. Uh, <laughs> Chris, it's been so lovely to chat to you. Heels now available uh, to stream at, on Stars. The entire season's there for you, and we cross all things for a season two. Chris, it's been an honour and a privilege to chat to the Wild Bill. Thank you so much for taking time today. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate the support. Wow, Wild Bill Hancock. 
And I am here. I am alive. Wake the fuck up, y'all. Who wants to play? Who wants to play? Who wants to play for Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic Wrestling News.